Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. He's a man who spends hours in hardware stores seeking through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushiro. Now, do Luke people call yet? Nothing Carrier yet. Witherspoon? We're checking on emails. Uh, nothing. Our country's in trouble for a variety of reasons. I'd like to know why. I'm going to give you a a reason. A college student said she flushed her emotional support hamster down the toilet after Spirit Airlines refused to let her bring the furry pet on the plane. Bellen, B-E-L-E-N, Aldecosia. Bellen Aldecosia. There's a picture over here, attractive young lady. Hot crazy matrix. I think if no. you got a I think I think if you're I think if you're carrying around a pet hamster as an emotional support animal, you're in the no go zone. When you have that dating resume. Right. You know you got, the, a, you got any support animals? Yeah, I got a hamster. What'd you do? That's no go zone. Yeah, and I, I I flushed it down a toilet one time. Can I get to the story? Yeah. Bellin Aldecosia, 21, of Miami Beach, told the Miami Herald that she contacted Spirit Airlines before her flight from Baltimore to South Florida on November 21st, 2017. I don't know why this story is only making the news now. Regarding traveling with her dwarf hamster, Pebbles. Oh, cute. Aldecosia claimed the airline told her it was not a problem and bring that hamster on the flight. However, when the student arrived at the airport, she said the airline refused to let Pebbles on the plane. Aldecosia said she did not have many options since her family was in Florida and her friends were hours away. The student claimed a Spirit employee, who I would promote, uh, suggested that she either flush Pebbles down the toilet or let the animal free. I have no sympathy for this woman. Well, what about the hamster? Yeah, I would have just let it go. Yeah, let it outside. Hey, you know what? You got a 50-50 shot here, Hampshire. It's your time to freedom. I, if I find a bug in the house, I take it outside. Freedom. I don't uh, kill bugs. Aldecosia skipped her flight and tried to rent a car, but she said she was too young to rent one. 21's too young to rent a car? I didn't know that. I think you need to be 25. Really? Yes. So she did what she felt was the most humane choice. She was scared. I was. She was scared. That must mean pebbles. He shouldn't have an emotional support. Um, oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. I was scared. It was horrifying trying to put her in the toilet, Aldecosia said. It was emotional. I was crying. I sat there a good 10 minutes crying in the stall. I bet you were, you. Right. That's part of the problem. Young lady. The student said she considered letting Pebbles run free outside, but could not bear thinking of her hamster freezing to death or getting hit. Where was this? Maine? Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay, I didn't have any other options, she said. Well... In a statement, we gotta we gotta get a, a PETA involved here. Uh, 
I don't want to. I don't care about PETA. Okay, yeah. Spirit Airlines spokesman Derek Dombrowski told Fox News that an employee misinformed Aldacosia that Pebbles was allowed on the flight, but denied that an employee suggested she flushed the rodent down the toilet. After researching this incident, we can say confidently that at no point did any of our agents suggest this guest, or any other for that matter, should flush or otherwise injure an animal. It is incredibly disheartening to hear the guest reportedly decided to end her own pet's life, Drumbowski said. The, the Miami Herald noted that U.S. Transportation Safety Administration was fine with hamsters on the flight, but airlines are allowed to choose if they want rodents on board. I don't want rodents on board. Yeah, I, we don't know what kind of cage or was it just on a leash? Al Dacosia said Pebbles was a doctor-approved emotional support animal that helped her when she developed a growth in her neck while at school in Wilson College in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. The student said she bought pebbles for com- for some company. She was so loving. It was like she knew I needed somebody, Aldacosia said. Aldacosia, who now attends Texas State, said she was considering legal action against Spirit due to the airline pressuring her into making an anguish decision with a pet certified by her doctor as an emotional support animal. Her attorney, Adam Goodman, said this case was different than the woman who made headlines last week after a United Airlines flight refused her request to bring her emotional support peacock on a flight. Yeah, see you. This wasn't a giant peacock that could pose a danger. This was a tiny, cute little harmless hamster that could fit into the palm of her hand, Goodman said. I could tell her where to put that hamster. Right. Uh, That's been done, hasn't it? Yeah, right. I guess wouldn't that, be flushed. It wouldn't be wouldn't be proper. What a... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, there are stories support. of hamsters. Yeah, that, exactly. That, that exactly. Sure, we got that. Uh, an emotional support hamster that's the size of your hand. A dog, yes. A, an emotional support dog, yes. They're loyal. I'm they looking behave. At I'm looking at it from a completely different angle. What? Is there any wonder the academy is destroyed when this screwball is a college student? What, is it, doesn't she seem like a ripe candidate to be triggered by words and needs safe spaces and doesn't want to hear any conflicting views? And Plus, the other question I have is, how emotionally screwed up are you? I'm sorry, young lady, if if you're troubled. I don't wish that on anyone. But how screwed up are you? Uh, and I would submit not very. If you're flying around the country visiting your pals and, and uh, getting on and off airplanes and you know, apparently leading what seems to be a, a, a life uh, free of... Uh, obvious emotional hazards you mean to tell me check this out you mean to tell me that she was okay so long as she had this rat with her i'm not buying it i'm not buying it just a bunch of bs and people keep you know pushing. what lady wait till, don't travel till you're 25 and then rent a car right. don't bring your rat on a flight that i'm on right because i'm going to tell you what you can do with it right uh or get somebody else to drive you down there with your uh with your rat I wish the. Uh... Why do people feel the need that that because they feel one way, they get to bring whatever support animal their doctor hastily scribbled off on because he wants to get paid? 
Yeah, the doctor doesn't show me much. Right. That must be breaking some kind of oath, huh? <laughs> the hypocritical oath. Yeah. Where are we headed? <laughs> We're in trouble, though. Tell me. We're in trouble. Tell me. Where are we headed? We're, uh, I would say, if I could quote David Byrne, we're on the road to nowhere. <laughs> you know? So come on inside. John? Hey, Joe. Hi. Service dog trainer, John. Hi, John. Yeah. Yeah. How are you guys? I've been rolling, rolling at my desk here listening to you talk about this buffoon. Yep. But um, had to call in with a, a good hamster story. All right. Who, who doesn't like a good hamster story? But, I've, never, um, I've never, it'll be the first one I've ever heard. <laughs> right. We'll decide if it's good or yeah, not. Yeah, I'll tell you if it's any right, good right. or not. All right. So when, when we were young, young kids, I'm, I'm, I was eight years old. My sister was 10. My brother was six. We convinced my father that um, we needed a hamster. And part of the rules for getting this hamster was we had to keep the cage clean. Yeah. Well, you know, being young kids, we kind of lapsed in our responsibilities to keep the old cage clean. Sure. And one day, to scare us, my dad said, we're going to take that hamster to the park and we're going to let it go. All right. And I found out later that he wasn't going to actually make us do that, but we did. We took the hamster down to the park opened up the habit trail door, hamster ran off about 10 feet, and a red-tail hawk came down and swooped the hamster up <laughs> right in front of our face. Oh, well, that's what you get for not keeping that cage clean. I know. We learned our lesson. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> you bet. Bye-bye. Okay, now I'm wondering, is only the mayor of Garage Logic can? What? Are there hamsters in the wild? No, they're all in captivity. They got know? them all. They rounded them all up a couple of, like two decades ago. They got so them all. So all hamsters are accounted for? Yeah, they got them all. They're all in cages. They're all at pet stores. So if you went walking through the woods, you wouldn't necessarily encounter a hamster. You would walk for miles and miles, unless a support hamster was released into the wild, then they could repopulate quickly. Brian? Yes, sir. Hi. Hi. Uh... If uh, it's any consolation, someone can get hold of PETA or the young lady who flushed the hamster. The hamster is probably still alive. That's a good point. It only goes through a little tube until it hits the sewer line. Yep. And then there's just a little bit of water in the bottom of the sewer line. Yep. So it probably made it from pipe to pipe and is in the city sewer, eating like a king. Yep. Just, uh, yeah. Do you so know anything? Probably just fine. Do you th are there any hamsters in the wild? I've never seen one, and I am kind of an outdoorsman. Um, right. I've seen it's... things that resemble hamsters. Yeah. But no hamsters. So Look I'm it no up, hamsters. Brooke. Look it up on the Googles. Thank you, Brian. Hey, thank you. Yep. Uh, they have become established as popular uh, small house pets, and because they're easy to breed in captivity, hamsters are often used as lab animals. Yeah. That's in, not what I asked. In the wild, they did at one point run free. Until, Are you right? They've all been rounded up? Until they were all rounded up in about 1982 during the anti-hamster in the wild campaign. So they are all in captivity. Well, you're now. lying because they were around when I was a kid. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, well, 
Bella or Bellin. They can wreak havoc on a farm, man. I mean, these things get loose, and there it goes. Pretty soon your grain source is gone. I'm drawing the line at any support dog that was trained by John, the caller John. We've met John many times. We've seen his animals. They're extraordinarily disciplined, uh, well-trained creatures. That's it. You ain't getting on my plane with a beetle or a pony or a peacock or some bleeping hamster. It's the end. That's right. It's the end of the world as we know it. As westernized and and as advanced as South Korea is, mm-hmm. it's legal to serve dog meat in restaurants. Uh, seems like that meat would be very rough. Uh, despite orders from the government, nearly all restaurants serving dog meat in South Korea's Pyeongchang County, where the where the Winter Olympics are, will continue to sell the uh, to sell the dish. Of the twelve restaurants serving dog meat based, there's a there's a picture here of the, of the menu board as though you would see it at McDonald's with the pictures of the various meals. I got a little Saint Bernard with the it's side dogs. of uh, it's Yorkie, dog stuff. Yorkie yeah. poo. Uh, of the twelve restaurants serving dog meat based dishes in the area, only two have complied with local authorities who offered them subsidies in exchange for taking the items off the menu during the games, according to Channel News Asia. In other words, the government says, "Hey, we got a lot of." Yeah, we got a lot of visitors here from all around the world. Let's not be let's uh, dial her down. Let's not be putting Rin Tin Tin up on the menu board, huh? <laughs> right. Eating dog meat is both a common and legal practice in Korea and many parts of Asia. Though many activists are fighting to ban consumption of the red meat, which is very greasy, by the way. There are reportedly not. That I don't have any personal experience. I'm reading that <clears throat> there are reportedly thousands of restaurants serving gegogi dishes around the country. The delicacy is eaten mostly by older people and is believed to have strengthening and medicinal properties. Hmm. In an effort to prepare for the games and the influx of visitors, uh, officials in Pyeongchang County have spent millions of dollars in an attempt to westernize amenities in the area. This included providing foreign language menus at restaurants and renovated restrooms, kitchens, and dining areas, in addition to asking them to stop serving dog meat. Hmm. But but despite being urged by local authorities, many business owners don't feel as though they should have to change their menus just to accommodate the tourists. Aha. So the locals know what they like. I've been selling dog meat for decades. It's really difficult for me to change my menu just because of the Olympics, says Park Young A, whose Young Hoon restaurant is close to the Olympic Stadium. You ever been to Young Hoon? Uh, that restaurant? Yeah. No. You've never been to South Korea, I bet. I have not. Pyeongchang County government official Lee Young Bay. Man, I would have a really difficult time with names over there. Said they're getting a lot of pushback. Uh, we faced a lot of complaints from restaurant operators that we are threatening their livelihood. Some of them initially shifted to selling pork or things instead of dog meat, only to find their sales plunging. Then they switched back to dog meat. 
Okay. I'm not eating it. Uh, you know, I've had venison. I've had bear. Uh, I, I, I would just, it would be tough to try dog. I probably had horse meat. I'm not eating anything I routinely pet. Okay. Well, you're taking a stand there. You're, uh, <laughs> you are, uh, there you go. You got, you got your line. You've drawn your line in the sand. Mm-hmm. Right. It seems like that dog meat would be rather rough, wouldn't it? I, I got it. TJ. Yeah, Joe, yeah. Not long ago, a couple of, uh, 15 minutes ago, you said, where are we going? You continue to ask that question. Well, in our never-ending quest to strive to get to the end of the world, um, I was a, I'm a high school basketball official. The other night, a group of 10th graders sat on the bench with their arms locked during the national anthem. Uh, and, of course, I was appalled, but obviously nothing we could do about it. But there we go. We're, the, the train is heading there, Joe. Where was this? Uh, I think it probably would not be fair to the school, the host school, to say that. Yeah. But it was a prominent, a prominent uh, Twin Cities uh, high school that was the, was the sitting group, All right. not the host school. All right, you've earned it. Say, uh, Garage Logic will be back live in the TCL broadcast studio. I'm Commencing Garage Logic. Well, here's John Height, who mysteriously is back in the building. Oh, actually, he's. Um... Not, yeah, it really sounds what? like Reavers. He'll be listening. He'll be car. here for the three thirty. Oh. He, uh, he just got here, so he's uh, he's preparing for the three thirty. You'll have me this uh, this segment. That's okay. Here's Chris Reavers. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we have to. Hell, I, if I was, know what's going boy, on. I wish it was John, though. Don't you, kind of, Joe? I'm always the last to know. So do I. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Uh, LeBron James hit the game-winning jumper as time expired in overtime as the Cavaliers beat the Timberwolves last night, 140-138. to James finished with 37 points, 15 assists, and 10 rebounds for another triple-double. Jimmy Butler led the way with 35 points. Carl Anthony Towns chipped in 30 in the losing effort. The 40-made three-pointers last night between the two teams is an NBA record for a single game. The Wolves' 19-made three-pointers is also a franchise record. Wolves stay on the road and play in Chicago tomorrow night at 8.30. Uh, Forbes magazine, by the way, came out with their franchise rankings. The Wolves are now valued at $1.06 billion. you got to be kidding me. Here's what's more surprising, Where is Joe. that in the ranking? That's exactly where I was going. That figure is 27th out of the league's 30 teams and $600 million less than the average value you in the league. You've got to be kidding me. I Who's number that one? The Knicks? Astounding. I would bet it would be the Lakers. Oh. Um, but I, I don't know the complete list. I can I can go get it for you. But I don't want it. I found that shocking. Wow. So anyway, a lot of it has to do with the uh, the television deal, and the Wolves moved up because of the renovations that they did to Target Center. Well, who's last? We know that. It's uh, we do need that. 
You can get it at your leisure. I'll, I'll get it. I'll, I'll get it for the uh, for the yeah. next segment. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Cavaliers, they made a number of trades ahead of the two p.m. trade deadline today. Bet you it's Milwaukee. It might be Milwaukee because yeah. I think that they're still working on a new. Um, they don't have a building. A new arena deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, Channing Fry, Jay Crowder, Dwayne Wade, Iman Shumpert, and Derek Rose were all traded after playing last night against the Timberwolves. No other really major deals were made in the NBA today. Wild begin a five-game homestand tonight as they host the Arizona Coyotes. Wild are still in, la- in the last wild card spot as they face the league's worst team. Uh, they did get some bad news yesterday that defenseman Jonas Brodin will be out until March with a fractured hand. Puck drop from the X tonight is at 7 p.m. Eagles fans still basking in the euphoria of the team's first-ever Super Bowl win flooded Philadelphia this morning to experience the championship parade. The 4.8-mile parade started at 11 a.m. Eastern, but fans in full Eagles gear began gathering hours earlier. Did you guys see the one gentleman that they interviewed on uh, Sports Center today? No. I haven't seen any of it. <laughs> Let's just say that they talked to him at about nine o'clock this morning. He'd uh, he'd, he'd had a na- few. Oh yeah. Ah. <laughs> was well, he the guy who swiped the seat? No, I don't think that was him. Uh, but he was. Uh, it was about. He said he got there at about five forty-five in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a nice day there too. It was in the mid thirties uh, in Philadelphia today. Good for them. How about the guy with the seat? Did you see that they're not going to charge him? All he has to do is pay for it. All he has to do is. So aren't you then basically telling other fans, "Yeah, go ahead and take one. We'll just charge you for it. We're not going to, you know, getting charged one hundred and twenty-five bucks." I think they're inv- they're inviting more people to do that, aren't they? You know what he'll do. He'll sell it. He'll make money on oh, the damn thing. Oh, heavens yes. Yeah. Absolutely he will. Uh, news notes from today. A Minneapolis man was sentenced to 30 years in prison in connection to the beating death of an infant. According to court filings, 25-year-old Chris Marquis McMorris was convicted on one count of second-degree murder without intent. How long in prison? Uh, 30 years. That's not long enough. And he also got uh, 600 days Credited because that's not long enough. I completely rotten hell, pal. Right. According to the criminal complaint, authorities responded to a home on Sumner Circle North in Brooklyn Park uh, to a report of a child not breathing. Uh, they also learned that McMorris was in a relationship with the infant's mother, but was not the biological father. South Dakota lawmakers will consider banning public school teaching on gender identity in elementary and middle schools a push that critics say targets transgender students in the same way some states limit the positive portrayal of homosexuality in the classroom. The state would be the first in the nation to block instruction on gender identity or gender expression, said Nathan Smith, public policy director at GLSEN, a national group focused on safe schools for LGBTQ students. But the organization recently counted seven states with restrictions on positively portraying homosexuality in health classes, sometimes called no pro no promo homo laws. The states are Alabama, Arizona, Louisiana, Mississippi. They got shirts for that and hats? I don't think so. <clears throat> LGBTQ students in states with such laws are more likely to face assaults and harassment at school and get less support from teachers and administrators, according to a GLSEN research brief. South Dakota's bill would cover public school students from kindergarten through seventh grade. Education Department spokeswoman Mary Smith said in an email that she's not aware of gender identity being taught in schools. A mother last year organized parents to get a basket of books about diversity in local elementary school classrooms, including I Am Jazz, 
a picture book about a transgender child co-written by Jazz Jennings, a transgender YouTube personality who has a show on the Learning Channel, or TLC. How's Jazz spelled? <laughs> Conventionally, <laughs> yeah. Um, if I may interrupt the news for just a brief moment. You may. What golf course is that? Pebble Beach. That is the most distracting thing on that gorgeous television in there. Isn't I keep, that something? I keep looking up and I'm watching the ocean. It's the most gorgeous tournament of the year. I don't oh. know if it's the best tournament of the year, but it's the most gorgeous. What's oh. great about that TV, though, is every time they take a swing. It's a TCL TV. Right. The, uh, the grass clippings come out of it as mm-hmm. if you were sitting right there. Mm-hmm. You know, some guys are playing golf right now. Yeah. Some people live like that. You're in here with us. I got a fart button I'm going to yep. hit here pretty quick. Uh, that's not fun. That's the way to get her done, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you guys remember the Fatberg from London, right? Yes. The big chunk of fat waste. Right down in the sewer system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It broke up. The Museum of London on Thursday unveiled its latest display. No. Oh, gross. I don't want to see it. A chunk of the 143-ton Fatberg that was blasted out of a city sewer last year. It took sewage workers with jet hoses nine weeks to dislodge the 820-foot-long mass of oil, fat, diapers, and baby wipes from beneath Whitechapel in the city's east end. The museum has preserved a chunk uh, the size of a shoebox. Close examination reveals the presence of tiny flies. Uh, Three nested transparent boxes protect visitors from potentially deadly bacteria and from the fatberg's smell. I don't need to see this. Uh, yeah, it's not on the bucket list. No, I'm not, I'm not going to that museum. If if Rook came with you and he took notes at that museum, what would he write down for the Fatberg? Top hat. <laughs> or just fat. Uh, curator Vicki Sparks says the lump started out smelling like a used diaper that maybe had been forgotten about for a few weeks, but it's now mellowed down to a damp Victorian basement. The museum is so... Are you still doing this story? Here's what's shocking. Yeah, he's just about to turn the corner. It's just about to get good. The museum is so confident of the item's appeal that the exhibition titled Fatberg comes with a selection of merchandising, including T-shirts and Fatberg fudge. Is Larry the Cable Guy still got a career? Uh, he's, he's around. You can watch him. How in the hell did he get invited to Pebble Beach? You're kidding me. Larry the Bleeping Cable Guy. <laughs> no. God almighty. So you don't want me to get you a Fatberg t-shirt? No, I, I want to be done with that story. Get her done, that's right. Yeah, okay. No Fatberg What was fudge. his joke about edible underwears? He, them edible underwears is great. I bought six of them. Ate three of them on my way home. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty funny. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, Mexican inspectors have found tigers in all sorts of situations on leashes and neighbors' yards and wandering the streets. But the Office for Environmental Protection announced a new twist yesterday. Someone tried to express mail a tiger cub. No one is rooted harder for you, uh, Reavers, than me. This was not the story we did yesterday. It isn't? No, I cannot, because I... Oh, we were just about to get a scan contribution. I concurred with the newsman that we did not do the story yesterday. We did two tiger stories yesterday. I neglected to tell Chris this was one. You told me we didn't do this story yesterday. My bad. My bad. Yeah, lay he, it down. He literally lied to lay me. Lay it down on a bra. Yeah, it is. Tan and blow. I asked him if we did the story yesterday, and he said no. Because I remember the tiger well, story. Well, we did do two tiger stories yesterday. We did the, the one Scottish where Scottish farmer scared by the teddy bear. And then That's this one. Tiger. This one. When did we do it? It was in the... You, you, we That's had, when we, you had it. We, we, you had it. for 400. That's right. Yeah, Boy, you had it. I did it right after the... 
the other tiger story. So I did yeah. them back. Oh, okay. I dispute it. Maybe that's I, why I we thought it was that. still the same no, tiger no, story. Chris, uh, In your you're, defense. You're, February eighth. Uh, you're, you're going to tennis. You, gotta, that's, you know what? I think you should take some time off next was week. That a, Maybe you was should that a just, good run? Yeah, you made you're, it six uh, weeks. You're, you're getting close uh, you did, to the you button. Did, you know what? You did a good job. You did a good job. Thanks. But you're talking down. Hey, don't be condescending. That's you talk down to people. All right. All right. You know. Thank you, Joe. The clouds have rolled in. Some light snow and flurries going on in far southern Minnesota. Here in the Twin Cities, it looks like the light snow is going to hold off until after 8 or 9 p.m. and then move uh, in and out fairly quickly. By 3 o'clock, it's pretty much out of here by 3 in the morning. It will deliver a half an inch up to an inch of snow across the metro, so uh, it's going to make the roads a little bit slick by early Friday morning. Temperatures uh, down to 2 above for an overnight low. And with temps like that, the chemicals don't work very well. Cloudy skies tomorrow uh, in the morning, but then partly sunny to partly cloudy in the afternoon. Only 10 for the high on Friday. 13 on Saturday, still partly cloudy skies there. Sunday up to 21 and still partly cloudy. Then the clouds roll in for Monday into Tuesday. Some light snow could develop Monday evening and last into Tuesday. Temperature-wise, though, we're warmer. 23 Monday up to 25 on Tuesday. 30 on Wednesday. Um, then it cools down again. Another cold front comes through for Thursday and a high then of 16 degrees. Again, tonight, Joe, snow developing after 8 or 9 p.m., a uh, half an inch to an inch, just enough to make it a mess tomorrow morning. Right now we're at 16, and I have the records for the day. Feb 8. 50. 50. A couple years here, 1991. 1991. And 2002. 2002. 29 below. 29 below. In 1899. In 1899. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Steve, go ahead, please. Hey, Joel, do you hear me? Yes. Okay. I've got a seven-year-old granddaughter. It's just wonderful. We've got adults out there that bring animals to these, you know, human humane societies. Right. So we got adults that can't take of ha- take care of hamsters and ger- gerbils anymore. So my daughter, granddaughter, now she's on her second set. Oh, in the first set, one passed away. It was wintertime like today, and we said, well, do you want to ground excavate in the spring or do the toilet job? She was fascinated with the toilet job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, and you bring up this subject later because I've been waiting online about this sludge problem they had overseas or whatever, you know, and right. many people clean it up. Maybe their lines are full of gerbils and hamsters. Could be. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, who is That's that, Bruce. Rick? That's huh? Bruce. Bruce, go ahead. Hey. Yeah, you guys were talking about, you know, dogs and trying dogs. And, and, and believe it or not, this is a subject that comes up at my house all the time because one of my sons travels to China periodically, and mm-hmm. he's never tried it. And I want to know what does it taste like. And not, not only what does it taste like, but I want to know, is there a difference between, like, Great Dane and, like, Chihuahua? Or And I'm not being – I actually wonder this. Well, oh. apparently in South Korea, they would be able to tell you that. I could not be of any possible help to you. I, I just, I, I think it's, fat. I mean, if, if, would, if, would you eat it if you went there? No. It's legal. I know, but no. I don't want any. I don't want to eat a dog. If, if I go somewhere where it's legal, it's not like I'm going to go, you know, troll my neighbor's dogs or anything like that. Right. But, but I'd be curious to know if yeah. it's legal, it's on the menu. I'd try it. It's Well, uh, good luck to you, sir. <laughs> Thank okay. you. What, Brian? Yes, sir. Yes. 
I want to let you know there are hamsters in the wild. I saw one when I was young in a park for about five seconds until a red-tailed hawk hawk came down, swooped, and grabbed it. That was the hawk owned by John, a previous caller, whose father made him release it in the park. Right. That's the That's what you saw. That's the last one, too. They've all been rounded up. They had a little, like, a cattle roundup (laughs) of hamsters. A lot of forests, uh, some in the city, some that were let go. Uh, I don't think they checked on the ones that were down in the uh, sewer system from the toilets. But I remember it on the news. Do you? Yeah, they had little, like, lassoes. Little teeny ones? Yeah, like they, they, it was like cowboys, mm-hmm. except it was for uh, for hamsters. So we never had a hamster. Well. Uh, I've told you many times about the rabbit. Yeah, well, I got a couple of rabbits I want to get rid of here. That they put in the, uh, the milk delivery box on the stoop. Yeah. And then you could play hockey with it the next day. It was just uh, boom. Yeah, I got two rabbits. And they're free. Anybody that wants them, come with them cages. Go. Let them go. No, I can't do that. Why not? I Who told, cares? I told these they, they I told would... these people in my family not to get them. And again, any type of pets that are brought into the home, I have zero power. But it's time. It's time. They would just. They wouldn't go anywhere. How about you? Got two boys. Uh, rabbits are oh, fun. You know, we they are, would, they're, oh, their nose. They out there. Are you trying to get one more thing in here? Did you see the news last night? Did you see the St. Catharines? Is it St. Catharines University now? Yes, it is a university. Did you see the kids, the students, uh, interviewed uh, regarding the latest charges? Uh, the arsonist ag- against uh, Nuza Jamal Hassan. She's now uh, charged with federal terrorism, which she should be. I, uh, good riddance to you. She wanted to burn the place. Creep. She was stupid, but yeah. she wanted to burn the place down. That was her intent. And these these kids that were interviewed, there's no hope for them because their 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 view of the world has been shaped by the destroyed academy. Mm-hmm. Not not in college. It, it starts elsewhere. It starts earlier than that. But they were saying things like. Well, we're the most inclusive, uh, friendly place in the world. So there. So what that tells me is, they're basing their notions of other human beings not on whether the other human being is a credible friend or a right. or a legit soul. They're basing their their ideas uh, on other human beings on uh, political identities, on the playbook, uh, on, on the, the playbook that they've been shown over right. the No, according to the playbook, they're supposed to act yeah, like this. No, she was a Muslim. She had to be great. That's yes. what we've been told. And and we're just so uh, uh, astonished that here on our campus would be someone who had this intent. And, uh, and then when you really pressed him, I don't think anyone could really claim they knew her. <laughs> right. But they've all drawn their conclusions that they were shocked because we're inclusive. Inclusivity is meaningless. Uh, uh, diversity is a fact. It holds no inherent value. Mm-hmm. Well, I know one St. Kate students that they should have interviewed, uh, and she would have told it like it is. Uh, agents uh, have been on her and uh, addressing her, and uh, she's apparently her intent was to. To kill. To... Well, one of the dorms that she lit a fire in or whatever, one of the buildings, had a daycare operation going where there were about 30 kids. Yeah, she needs to be put hey, go away. go to prison for life, you bozo. Uh, Thank you. Word I can't Thank say. Thank you. Bozo's good enough for this one, yeah. Nuza Jamal Hassan. Uh, yeah. uh, yeah. And the bail's still only hundred grand. I'd That's make it a low, million. I think. Right. Yeah. But uh, but it was uh, it was truly instructive to uh, to listen to the uh, 
her fellow students who uh, they really don't. You know what? She well, they, I shouldn't they say anything. Don't know how to think. Right. This is the home of sports talk in the Twin Cities. Fifteen hundred ESPN. Feels fine. Joe Suchere. She believed in fairy tales and princes. The numbers are in. What numbers are in, bro? The Super Bowl numbers. Oh. 1,055,000 people attended Super Bowl Live on Nicollet Mall. Okay. All righty. Uh, 235,000 people attended Super Bowl Live on Feb 3. That would be Saturday. Yeah. All right. 36,000 references to Bold North on Twitter. Why well, the, the Minneapolis paper feels compelled to aid and abet the Dayton Sun. I never got into bold in North. marketing I their BS. I, I want to know where their winter place is. Yeah, uh, I don't think we're gonna get invited. 1.4 million visits to the Mall of America. 185,000 total volunteer hours by Crew 52. Hmm. 61,000 passengers flying out of Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport on Monday. 1,630 private jet arrivals at Twin Cities airports. Yeah. 150 Super Bowl-related parties and events across the Twin Cities. Ha! Were you, Ziggy never called me. Uh, we never made it to the party. Never called me. But I got to meet Snoop Dogg as a result of the Super Bowl. 1,500 ESPN is... What are these animals? KSTP... St. Paul, Boy, Minneapolis. These mongooses? Are these mongooses? 16, bro. 